0: what's up everyone how you guys and gals doing welcome to the show we got china now coming in with us in a second plus at the uh second segment of the show live over on the madhouse show on youtube we're gonna be asking the question is it better to be book smart or street smart yes that should be a good uh one right there plus we're going to be talking about tomahawk we spent uh the weekend over at the tomahawk fall ride 2023 baby and i froze my ass off i can tell you that one that was a cold one makes you shrivel up if you know what i mean today in the news we got the north country vet is celebrating 100 years and a bunch of bikers gave them an the x uh, our escort that was awesome right there also uh, the motorcycle community gathers school supplies our main story is going to be the NSW Raptor squad yes they're claiming to dismantle a criminal syndicate and i guess it has to do with the lone wolf biker club i don't i'm not gonna say what they had to say because sometimes that just gets boring anyway we got uh china doll in the house what's up china we froze our asses off that last night didn't we
1: dude i think you were more cold than i was and i'm smaller than you so man
0: i went into the car and everything turned on the heat i'm not a ruffian man I don't like roughing it.
1: And I stayed in the tent. I don't know.
0: It's funny. I uh, just told you before we came out on air, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get one of them tents with a stove in them. I ain't going to be cold again like that ever again.
1: Were you freezing? I
0: was freezing huh. my behind off.
1: Aww. So
0: we're going to be talking about that in the second uh, part of the show. I think uh, we have a funny video coming up as we well. Do. A dedication to a friend named uh, Penguin.
1: Yes. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so this is what happens when you go out to eat with China and you're not paying attention that I'm video recording you. So
0: I'm telling you what yeah and you you always get people with that one.
1: I know. I'm so funny.
0: Let's God. go to the news right now. What this out of mychampionvalley.com North Country Vet celebrates 100 years with biker escort. Uh it's a birthday that many don't get to experience, man, 100 years old. Holy Yeah, cow. I don't want to go there. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Myron Zeke Degenhard turns 100 years old, so his buddies put together the surprise of a lifetime. Polly Stone, a friend of Zeke's, told him she would pick him up around 3 p.m. Sunday for their usual birthday dinner. I've taken him out the last two or three years for his birthday, so when he was 97, 98, and 99... So I called him and said, Myron, I said, I'm going to take you out for your 100th birthday. I'm going to pick you up at your house. That's leading up to a surprise right there. (laughs) What Zeke didn't know was that Pauline had planned a convoy of motorcycles with a police escort to bring him to dinner. When the convoy showed up to Zeke's house, he was overwhelmed with surprise and joy as friends filled his yard and driveway to chat and wish him a happy birthday. That's a kick-ass birthday right there. Hell, yeah. Kick-ass birthday. Hell, yeah. Oh, it was a surprise, I tell you. I bet it was, man. Mm -hmm. What's even better is he's living at home at 100 years old, it looks like.
1: Yeah, that's something to be... That, that doesn't happen.
0: You'll have me in a nursing home at 60. So I, you know, I.
1: Yeah, he, I was thinking he, I was thinking in November. November, probably. Yeah. Huh?
0: Zeke was then dri- driven the pennies in Plattsburgh in a New York State police with uh, all motorcycles trailed in behind at pennies. They chatted, ate and drank and enjoyed some birthday cake. He goes on the joke. Uh, I joined the CB's Naval Construction Battalion. I got sick of working nights at Harris, and so I thought anything would be better than that. And what I did end up doing night work in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on to say, I always wanted to see Alaska, so I bought a new motorcycle and some camping, a new tent, and packed up all my camping gear and stuff. And I went riding on the bike to Alaska. That's a living a life right there, man.
1: For real. Can you imagine
0: 100 years, what he's seen. He's gone through a lot. 20. That means he was born in uh, 1923.
1: Let's see if anybody can do the math and see how many presidents he lived through.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's probably regretting the one that he's living through right now. Probably.
1: Anyway, we're going to
0: uh, 20 WCJB. It's an ABC uh, news story. Inglis, motorcycle community gathers school supplies for families in need. I know with you, man, and me, we had to pay those school supplies. We pay a lot of money to get the kids in the school. Why can't they get the supplies with it?
1: Why does everybody got to always supply paper towel and Kleenex and hand sanitizer and Clorox wipes? Ain't that what our
0: taxes pay for? You
1: would think with how much you pay to register your kid for school nowadays that the school would cover that stuff.
0: Exactly. Uh, From Florida, members of the uh, North Central Florida motorcycle community are doing what they can to support the kids. It is pretty bad when you have to have uh, charity runs to get this stuff. Uh, Managers of the Scooter Haven Country Club had a stuff-the-bus school supply drive. People from around the uh, community brought backpacks and other school supplies to donate. Manager Mitch Gerardi said he's happy to have the opportunity to make a difference in the community. It builds my heart to do all this. It makes me happy to be part of this community that we're in. And owners of this place strive to do nothing but charity work in our community. Rock and roll, man. Uh, motorcycle community, always doing that. There's a bunch of those type of stories. Yeah, there are. Going over to WTVA. Motorcycle Club donates over 1,000 toys to clinic or children's clinic in Tupelo, and that's much needed right there. Tupelo, Mississippi. Uh, they have, uh, well, I was gonna do the story, but it's a video, so I ain't gonna do that story. So, you know, you screwed up right there. It's not my fault. No, man, YouTube's a bunch of jackasses. You're covering the news, you only can play 30 seconds of the video now, they changed it. And most of these videos are over a minute long. So it's like you can't really give uh, enough information. information. Yeah. But I do know that uh, a lot of clubs uh, do donate a lot of toys. Uh, You have the Toys for Tots and all those kind of big ones, Mm -hmm. which is really freaking cool. But uh, we're going to remove China Doll out of this one right now. Uh, we're going to go to the main story. Here we go. Can we see it? There we go. This out of ABC out of Australia. Oh, that nasty Raptor squad is back in the news, man. NSW Raptor squad arrests the alleged senior members of the Lone Wolf Viking gang. Don't get that mixed up. I bet they're pissed off uh, with that one. Lone Wolf. And the new patch, all those uh, patches that came out, Lone Wolf, No Club, dismantling a criminal syndicate. A national president of the Lone Wolf, Bikie Gang, has been arrested along with two other senior members as police dismantling an alleged drug supply operation. The key word there, alleged. NSW police Raptor squad they come up with such the cute names over there officers investigating the supply and manufacture of methamphetamines known as ice raided three homes across Sydney West uh this week allegedly seasoned drugs knuckle dusters and ammunition it's funny man even here in the states brass knuckles a lot of places don't let you have them it's like dude why come on Why? You already took their guns over there. What else you got uh, over there to protect yourself? In St. Clair on Friday, a 41-year-old man was arrested, who police allege was one of the four national presidents of the Lone Wolf Outlaw Motorcycle Gang. And that's another thing, man, we've told you before. We got to read them uh, word by word on this now that they're doing that with the videos as well. He was charged with several serious offenses, including only directing the activities of a criminal group and manufacturing a large commercial quantity of a prohibited drug. Now, it goes on to say the uh, detective superintendent said the strike force had seized more than 300 kilograms of ice with a street value of in excess of $151 million. Damn somebody going to get pissed off on that one. It seized an enormous amount of drugs that were potentially hidden in the street. And this goes on to say, this is an outstanding result for Raptor squad, the police and the community in general. The community is a better place for the drugs being put off the streets. And then I guess two meth labs were dismantled during this stuff. And I guess a senior member of the OMCG and, uh, Hebersham on Tuesday morning arresting a 41 year old man. That right there from Australia. But uh yeah, coming up uh China now. We're gonna be talking about was it fun being over at Tomahawk for you? I, I killed your ass, man. It was fun. I, I really put you on a long ass ride.
1: Yeah, few. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was all right though, it wasn't bad.
0: It wasn't. You know, I mean, riding if it was, season for us up north is coming to an end.
1: I mean, if it was maybe about five degrees warmer, it would have been better. You should have tried
0: it on the way home. I almost froze, man. I thought I had the freaking frosty snowman on the back of the bike. <laughs> uh, going <laughs> crazy, man. That was stupid. Little it little,
1: was a little chilly. A little chilly. A little bit. Yeah. Aww, we'll be a-
0: right back uh, for the second half of the show with China Down. We're going to be talking about that. And again, if. It's better to be book smart or street smart. Go over to the Morning Madhouse over on YouTube. Listen to it live or on MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. This an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? It's Tuesday. Tuesday, and we're live right now over on MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Of course, I got my cohort in here, China Dow. We're going to see if we can piss her off today. Like always, is it better to be book smart or street smart? And everybody's going to know what uh, I have to say about that one. China Dao, what's up? How you doing? Uh, you, you know what? Your Italian accent sucks.
1: I, well. <laughs> it really
0: does. Your Italian accent sucks That's a big ball.
1: I'm not Italian. I only had it in me a little while.
0: You only had it in your little while. We're going to be talking about, as promised, Tomahawk. Yes, we just got back from vacay. And it was good and it was bad. Bad, I froze my ass off. I don't do good in the cold weather. And I'm smaller than you. You are. You're smaller, but uh, it did suck some (laughs) of the riding. I didn't like it too much.
1: Yeah, how many layers did you have on?
0: Dude, coming home, I was layered up. Big time.
1: Sweatpants, jeans, chaps. About you know what? I got to
0: say, you know, we were kind of stupid uh, when we went on our ride up to Ashland. We didn't even know we were in the upper era peninsula of Michigan nope.
1: until it was too late. No, until we saw the sign welcoming us back into Wisconsin. It's like, dude, you know, that navigation bitch, uh, She she don't tell me these things. Well, that just shows you that Michigan does not welcome their people into their, you know, state. It doesn't. Because there was no sign.
0: (laughs) But it was beautiful going through the Northwoods. It was. It was just absolutely gorgeous.
1: And the trees are changing.
0: Yeah, it was about 20%. I wish that we were up there uh, when it was all changing. You know, like in, what, a couple weeks when you have to go in your car? Yeah, when you have to go in the car and it's snowing
1: and shit like up there. No. They get a lot of snow compared to what we get. And you know what?
0: That's good because you get the snowmobiles. See, even in northern Illinois, it don't snow enough up here to get freaking the snowmobiles. It's like, dude, Mm -hmm. why waste the money? But up there... You to snowmobile everywhere. You to go bar to bar on your snowmobile. That's you pretty kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and side by sides and golf carts and.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Going back to the campground that one night and those two fucking
1: deer. It's like, dude, hey, asshole, Bambi, get out of here. Well, the one was a dork. It, it did go in front of our bike. The other one stayed on the side of the road because you were yelling at it, and it darted back into the trees. Right. So we got lucky with that one.
0: See, there's a difference though, Jason, when you're in Chicago and you're riding in the snow compared to the open frickin road of the Northwoods. You really don't get that damn cold when you're riding in the city. No. But when it gets to the. Oh, my God, was it fucking cold. And then sleeping in a damn tent. I'm not really into that stuff. I really ain't.
1: It, it only got 40.
0: Yeah, it got 40 degrees. Don't say only because you were freaking <laughs> cuddled up and
1: all the you I was were cuddled, crying
0: and whining was, and it was cold.
1: I was cuddled up because of the fact you kept stealing all the blankets. <laughs> I had no choice.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but you're not gonna come out here and act like you roughed it and I you did. were you, you were over here. I oh, stayed I in on this. Yeah, 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 but little on.
1: little did I know that you were uh blowing up underneath the covers and i slept with my head under the covers i could have (laughs) died she you know what i did i
0: dutched up in her ass so many times it was funny as hell i'd sit there and laugh and she's under
1: there, mouth open and stuff like that you know the things i do to her it was bad this is why we don't sleep in the same room at home i'm telling you man next time we're getting separate tents
0: but what was your favorite
1: part of it all my favorite part um When we, well, I got a couple when we went for a walk and I took some pictures. Yeah, you
0: did some, you know what? She, every time we go for a walk somewhere, she's taking pictures. Uh, she's good on that damn phone. She can never put it down, which, you know, what is a very annoying thing for me. (laughs) She laughs about it, but I just, I, I'm, I get pissed about it because it's disrespectful and (sighs) she don't get that. But, uh, she does take a lot of pictures and she got a you know, we stayed at the, uh, Clear Lake. Clear Lake Campgrounds, you know, you mm. call it what? Crystal, Crystal Lake. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because I always forget it's called Clear Lake, so I call it Camp Crystal Lake. I'm
0: telling you, next year I'm getting a motel, you all can fuck off. <laughs> baby. I don't give a shit if you call me a baby or <laughs> not. Fuck We're off. We're getting man. separate rooms then. I don't give a shit. I don't care if <laughs> I you I want even, my own room. I don't even care if you come, but... Well, uh,
1: normally you don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you want
0: to go there. <laughs> You actually did that uh, That video. was kind of funny yesterday. Your shorts video. Which one? About coming in the house or some shit like that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either, man. Don't I didn't either. do the video yet. You know what, Teresa? I ain't getting a camper. Everybody can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was cold. I don't like being cold. But, you know, talking of a camera, uh, you know what? You always got to be on guard with China now when you go anywhere because you never know when she's filming you now penguin good brother of mine you know actually one of my favorite ones uh, or the favorite one you know uh he's the only one really i like riding deuce with because i can trust him and he knows what he's doing But, you know, poor China Dow on (laughs) Penguin all the time. We were sitting there eating and he don't know she's filming him. Oh, I got to bring this one up. Here we go. Here we go. Watch his recovery. It was funny. Here we go. caught on camera. <laughs> that was funny shit. We got to give a, a an encore edition, and this is worldwide <laughs> right now. This is Point he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know, I always tell these guys, don't ever give me any ammunition against you. For Bam, this show. there it is. <laughs> there it is. And that is the paying win.
1: Yes, poor guy almost
0: went for a spill and china. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: and you get mad because I always have my phone out. Well, look what I caught. I caught penguin dancing. My poor penguin, man. Poor penguin. He's like a little brother. I love that guy. That he is. He's awesome. He
0: is. But you, uh, took some pictures and you wanted to show everybody your, uh, (laughs) photography, uh, what is it, expertise or mm-hmm. whatever you wanted to say. So I have to show some pictures that uh, China Dow took of the trip. What do we got here? Oh, there's <laughs> me right there. She caught me right there. Uh, the old man. I think that was on the uh, way home or something. That was like that.
1: that was at our last stop. Before and we that's
0: home. Uh, where I was freezing my ass off, if you notice. That's yeah, fine. China doll half-binds over there. I got
1: my leathers on. Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. You know, you do. It's Tilly. That was
0: smoke break. There's Penguin and uh, Denny on that one. Uh, you know what? Freaking Penguin, a crazy dude, man. All he did was bring that freaking uh, hoodie. And I'm like, over here, man, fuck you, dude. I'm cold. I'm putting on leathers. and <laughs> Dude, I look like a big old Pillsbury, man, with
1: all the layers I had on yeah i was like what the fuck is penguin shorts cho- choosing to wear just the hoodie
0: yeah just the hoodie two hoodies and there's a half pint with the finger right
1: there, <laughs> telling you how she really and feels she
0: is a legit midget
1: yeah she's four nine four nine
0: <laughs> legit midget. she was
1: legit the shortest one there
0: <laughs> and there's another one there's china doll again <laughs> we stopped at that place twice, twice.
1: <laughs> On the way there, and there's the, the Brittany. There's our daughter. <laughs> and
0: there's Gangster China now. <laughs> That's how
1: fucking cold it was up there. We were incognito. <laughs> incognito. This though. is how this is how nobody knows who you are. <laughs> You know what? I'm actually going to
0: make that into an ad with you like that. And there's a penguin. There's penguin. And there's the (laughs) campground that we were at, that damn cold-ass place, man. And there's a picture that she actually took. Looks like a painting. That is my
1: probably favorite picture I took
0: the whole time we were there. That's why when we were on that walk, and there's Clear Lake, of course. Y'all. You know, she does pretty good with the pictures, man. Good scenery. There's a picture of the beach. And that lake is clear. Oh, there's Hollywood. Ain't he a gorgeous looking guy? Uh, But that one, if you actually turn upside down.
1: Hey, go back. There's someone riding right there. Now I'm going deaf.
0: But that's going to be, I'm going to make a video of that type of stuff. Uh, Great times, though. Great times. A lot of people (laughs) there. A lot of people. You know, going downtown and uh, pass uh, Bubba's. And, and
1: I, I thought it was really entertaining that when you go to downtown Tomahawk, um, the people that live in Tomahawk. They line the road. They line the roads like they're about watching a parade. And they will sit there and just the whole day and just watch bikes. Oh, man. You know what? The only
0: one that I miss was my Bud Light. Yeah. I wish she was there.
1: Yeah. You know, mm. Penguin's old lady. Yeah, wish she she was there. She wasn't though, but that's okay because you know, I was texting her the whole time. (laughs) Oh, that's cool, that's cool. (laughs) It's all good. We don't, we got which is Teresa who just went back to work. We got a double date or
0: something this weekend, don't we? Saturday, yeah, Saturday afternoon or something. Yep, rock and roll, but uh, yeah, cold up there. If you haven't been to the Tomahawk Fall Ride, you got to go check it out. It is in northern Wisconsin tomahawk baby is the town but um and it, and it is a fall ride for all you uh that love riding you just go everywhere the north woods are gorgeous just watch out for the damn animals you know the damn deer are the worst i was sitting there waiting for a damn bear to come into our
1: freaking uh, campsite and eat our food and shit well you know the way some people snore well, uh, you know I thought I thought uh, it was going to be a mating call for like the deer to, for the for the bear to show up. Uh, yeah, I was worried man penguin was going to get the damn bears on us. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it, it's unbelievable up there. Unbelievable. That was great. That is nature. And yet it, to take a ride down there I had the Evo and stuff like that. You know, the Evo was my favorite bike. You know, the 98 electric glide. I didn't bring the CVO because the CVO is basically made for show and uh, speed. Yeah, the CVO is basically just a Hollywood-only
1: bike. Hollywood-only bike. Uh, China's (laughs) dials ass are really hurt out there. No, no. I'm not a fan of that one. No, No, no. It's beautiful. It's fast. I it's give a it gorgeous, that. It's a gorgeous I bike. can go on short rides on that one, but not long distance. There's oh, man, no way.
0: That wheel just lifts up
1: in first gear. It wants to race. You know
0: what I mean? Mm-hmm. 110 cubes, cams, every damn thing, thunder, uh,
1: headers. Whew. And yes, we were very shocked. Hollywood did not get scalped going through the uh, reservation. I was scared. (laughs) I I looked (laughs) at them all and I was like,
0: you know what? We're going through this Indian reservation. These motherfuckers are going to be watching my show and shit. And I make fun of Indians all the time with their feathers and their
1: freaking. Calling them Tonto.
0: Tonto stuff. They're going to freaking scalp me going through there.
1: Thus the incognito look. Yeah,
0: (laughs) they're going to freaking scalp my ass. You know, some of the stuff that I say on the radio station about these ethnic groups, man, they're going to get pissed off at me. They're going to come at you in in hordes. Hell yeah, man. It'd be like a scene to Son of Anarchy, but you'll see me in the fucking ground with ants (laughs) all over me. Oh, you thought that was funny, right, Hollywood? Hey, fuck you.
1: (laughs) Now, this is funny. This is the fun part. And they'd be asking me to get out my camera. (laughs) (laughs) You're so good with your camera. Here, video this. Mikey Ball in
0: the house, man. We just had that good episode with Mike Ball with uh, Big Bone and Archbishop. Mm -hmm. Great discussions there, man. It kind of felt like a morning madhouse show where we just cover any topic. Do you know I got freaking grief from that one? Why? Because you had all kinds of freaking idiots out there. Well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you say that? It's like, dude, when a guest come on, you let them talk. It ain't about you at that point. No. And they got a movie coming out, right? And they got a movie coming out. They actually asked if I wanted to be in it. I was like, I don't know, man. You guys will shoot me or something. (laughs) I'd be the one that dies. You'll be the first one to go. I'd be the first (laughs) one to go, man. I. (laughs) no thanks (laughs) but don't you find that kind of messed up when you let others put their viewpoints out there and next thing you know people are all pissed off at you for doing it yeah i think that's so childish grow up it's like damn man you can't debate what the hell's wrong with you people that's what's wrong with this country right
1: now and they made a lot of good points on the show archbishop and big bone and they brought up a lot of good things to talk about. And it, it's like for people to talk negative because, oh, you guys are all bikers. You didn't talk about biker stuff. Well, that's oh not what God. it's about. You know what?
0: That is one of my pet peeves. They Everybody thinks that since it's biker related that or it's the biker niche that you have to talk about all bikes or all clubs. That's so fucking boring, man. Don't you want to talk about other subjects? Aren't we human beings?
1: Aren't we um, well, all Americans? You're a human being first. And, you know, you got to be able to talk about anything. And like you said, have a good debate. Some people just don't want to debate. They just want their side to be the only side. Oh, my God. Did I see that in the freaking uh
0: chat room? Mm-hmm. Oh, did I see that? Wow. Oh, man. I was like, and I was kind of surprised from uh, from the Madhouse crew. Some of the guys, yeah, that were talking schmack, naughty, naughty. It is naughty, naughty, man. Because it, it, what was even better is you had a panel of one uh, percenters, diamonds, on there talking about these kind of issues. Yeah. So there was just more to it than just motorcycles and. Oh, we're bikers and stuff. I try to give all that kind of content. Yeah. But you got to be different sometimes. You
1: do. There's a lot of issues going on in this country right now that people need to hear. And to me, that just that just proved uh, a major thing that one percenters do give a shit about something other than just themselves. But uh, it proved it. True.
0: True. I might not say that about me. I care about myself a lot.
1: But uh, <laughs> I do. I care but about it shows the good side of the bikers. Yeah, we're normal. That they're normal human beings, and you can't judge a book by its cover.
0: You got that right, Steve. You know which one I'm talking about. That one tool was running his yap, and he, you wanted the bitch slap. You don't know <laughs> how much I wanted to freaking say something. But if I would have said something, then it would have took the focus off of the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mike Ball has really been, and I'm saying this all the time, he's been kicking ass on these guests. And he's the one that is actually getting these subjects to light. And I just wish other, you know, most people would see that, hey, there's more to us. Yeah. And that's the problem. You, actually, If you don't think there's more to us, then you fall into law enforcement thinking that we're all assholes. Exactly. And I don't like that. No. And I like how Big Bone addressed the one guy. He went after him. Yeah, he did. I was like, fuck yeah.
1: (laughs) And you all just sat back, go ahead, do your thing. And then Archbishop even commented towards it as well. I wish Mikey would talk more, though. (laughs) Mark, Maybe. little little baby Mikey was kind of quiet. Yeah, I wish he'd talk
0: more, but, you know, he had, he's just starting off on this kind of stuff. So you, you were the same way.
1: I was, too. I agree, 100%. You were the same way. I was the quiet one. You were the quiet one, and it took you a while to get going.
0: And mm-hmm. it, it does in this business. If you don't know what you're, you just get thrown into it it takes a while to do it definitely but uh today's subject is it better to be book smart or street smart and i think you already know uh what i'm gonna be talking about here yeah
1: i know your side
0: you already know my side of i
1: think both
0: you think both i don't know uh we're gonna go to the, some news right now and then uh, we'll come back with uh our thoughts on that with srn news i'm keith peters reporting president biden begins the week with stubbornly low approval ratings white house correspondent craig clugston reports according to the real clear politics average of polls 41 percent of americans approve of joe biden's job performance while 55 percent disapprove that reflects a series of recent surveys showing low approval ratings fueled by unhappiness over the president's handling of the economy Recent polls also have shown little enthusiasm for Mr. Biden's decision to run for re-election, including among Democrats. Greg Clugston, Washington. The Senate's top Republican says the president's lax border policies have led to a humanitarian crisis at the southern border.
1: But the painful ripple effects of Washington Democrats' failure to address the border crisis extend even further. In major cities all across the country, the flow of illegal migrants testing the patience of even the most liberal mayors.
0: Senator Mitch McConnell also notes the serious problem of fentanyl crossing the border has become the leading cause of death for Americans aged 18 to 45. Time to get out of bed. Time to put on the radio. Oh, you've already put it on. <laughs> You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. WMMR, DB Rockford. Yeah, the Democrats are starting to throw Joe Biden under the bus because they know he's not going to be able to win in the presidential election. And it looks like Trump's going to just plow over his ass. But these immigrants coming over the border right now, even liberal mayors, what happened to that sanctuary city stuff? I guess that ain't working out too good, is it? No, I don't think so. It ain't. But do you think this guy's going to actually keep running or is he going to drop out so somebody else? They're going to put all their hopes on Gavin Newsom. You watched and that guy's a schmuck. Everybody from California knows that one. I don't think that uh, the Democrats, after what the hell has been going on with Biden, is going to even be able to win this one. I don't. you got to get out there and vote, though. (laughs) Don't take it for granted. Get out there and vote. And it's even more funny with Trump. It's actually backfired against the Democrats with all these bullshit indictments because now blacks are like, dude, he's a G. And that even came from Big Bone. And this dude's a G. Because he got arrested and they know what, you know, because they face some bullshit themselves. So that's turning everybody against the Democrats. And I love it. I love it. They need to go away. (laughs) In
1: other news. What
0: do you mean, in other news?
1: What? You're stupid. What are you trying to cue me off for? I'm cueing you off. Since we're talking about Biden. What do you got? Hunter Biden. Oh, Hunter! <laughs> you know what, Hunter's—he's a pimp.
0: <laughs> he is, man. Everybody out there pissed off, but dudes over there smoking crack and banging hookers. What's wrong with that, man? That's the same thing I was asking when Wild Willie got a blowjob in the Oval Office. I was like, our men, uh, um, us as men, is like, dude, you're my hero. Mm. You're out there smoking crack and, you know, I wouldn't do that. I smoke some weed and get some hookers, but damn, he in
1: there like a freaking pimp. He in there like a boss. Hell yeah, man. He's bossing. Well, out in Washington, Hunter Biden sued the IRS on Monday, claiming that two agents publicly al- alleging tax probe interference wrongly shared his personal information, a case that comes amid escalating legal and political struggles as the 2024 election looms, you know, what's funny, what they go after Trump for all that uh, tax stuff. They
0: were bugging the shit out of him for years. And now that it happens to them, they're such a hypocrite. They really are. And I do believe that, Steve, if, you know, these conservative dumbasses keep on sticking with the hardline Christians on abortion, they're going to lose again. That was the issue that lost them, uh, the midterm stuff, was that abortion cr- crap. Uh, you know, and Trump came out yesterday and pissed everybody off where he said, you know what, we got to negotiate this. We got to come up with a, you know, a time period that everybody can agree upon. And it looks like everybody's agreeing on 15 weeks. But you have these hardliners like Pence, this moron that wants to ban abortion outright And it's like, dude, you got a schlong, man. It has nothing to do with you. And you're going to tell people what to do with their body. It's just like us. We got pissed off about the vaccine stuff. It's like, you're crazy, man. But yeah, Hunter Biden's all pissed off, ain't he?
1: Yeah, because this lawsuit marks the latest legal pushback from Biden as long as a running federal investigation uh, into him unfolds against a sharply political backdrop. That includes an impeachment inquiry aimed at his father, President Joe Biden, seeking to tie him to his son's business dealings. You know what? They're talking about that impeachment inquiry. They ain't going to do shit. See,
0: the problem with Republicans is they're cowards. They really are. They're cowards. They don't know how to fight. All they do is talk. They don't stick together. And that's why there's a lot of you know what? I wish there was a third party, man. I do. I wish there was a third party that was actually viable, but the Democrats and the Republicans are, you know, they're both the same. They all jerk each other off and they work together against everybody. They say one thing in public and do another thing uh, behind the doors. But uh, you know, you're right, Rich, Uh, separation of church and state is there for a reason. And that's what I don't get about people. You know, you, you got your faith. That's kick ass. That's on you, but don't try to push that bullshit to me. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. I don't like it. And that's not the way government's supposed to be ran. Nope. But now with this IRS probe, but now old Hunter Biden's pissed off about his finances being out there. They should have thought about <laughs> that uh, before they were a corrupt piece of shit family. But I still like Hunter, man. He's, you know, he's a pimp. (laughs) He is. He's a pimp. No, no, I don't agree. What do you mean you don't agree? Why? I don't don't like him. Why don't you like him? Because he's a douche. Why? Because he got laid. I don't give a crap if he gets laid by 50 people. Well, that would be even more of my hero. (laughs) He'd be my hero like a motherfucker, you know.
1: Well, because he thinks he's someone special because he's the president's son. But guess what? He's just as he's he's just an American citizen like the rest of us. Well, this is true. Being the president's son ain't going to get him any. You You know, one thing I liked about what
0: Mike had to bring up on that show Mm. is your local elections are the ones you really want to pay attention to. Because that affects you personally. And all these national elections really don't mean shit. Except for them taxing you to fucking death. And that seems like, you know, I don't get it, man. Why do people vote for Democrats? Every time they get in, they want to raise taxes. They want to sick the IRS on you. You know, 80,000 new agents and you assholes actually voted for that. I don't get it, man. I don't get it.
1: Who really knows? don't. It's crazy. An Illinois couple and their two young children, along with the family's three dogs, were found fatally shot inside their suburban home uh in Chicago in a Chicago suburb Sunday night. What Chicago suburb? Romeoville. Romeoville, hell no. wow. The bodies of Alberto Rolone, Mother Azaria whatever, and their two children were found around 8.40 p.m. by the Romeoville Police Department because they stopped by the home for a welfare check. Three dogs were found dead shot inside the house along with the rest of the family. I don't
0: even think I would consider Romeoville a suburb of Chicago. They do. It's like freaking an hour and a half away
1: from Chicago. And so is Schomburg and it's still considered a suburb. I don't know why. I don't either. So they are they are uh, they don't believe the deaths were a result of a murder suicide, but they are investigating it as a murder. Well, you think? Yeah.
0: What else have we got here? I want to get into this subject in a second. Go ahead.
1: All right. I got one more for you. One more. This one shocked me when I read it in New York. Uh, Broom County. You got that right, Bacos, man. China's negative news is a downer. Well, here's time. another negative newser. Why can't you get good ones? I don't know. I thought the, bun- the, yeah. Heiden- the Hunter Biden one was kind of funny. I get you know what? You need to go to news school. Whatever. I'm not a news reporter. I just find what I read <laughs> and read what I find. There we go. A Broom County man riding a lawnmower died this weekend when the lawnmower and a motorcycle collided in front of his house. That's messed up. The man killed was Danny M. Shepard, 74. He was riding a lawnmower near the road when it collided with a Harley Davidson motorcycle traveling south. What, Shep- did
0: it, he lose control of his lawnmower?
1: They don't know. Uh, no, it was the bike. Well, how do you mean it's the bike? <laughs> Shepard was pronounced. In the,
0: the dude's in the middle of the road. How is it the bike? No, well? he's
1: not. He was riding on the edge of the road. Well, that was stupid. Uh, Shepard was pronounced dead at the scene. The man operating the motorcycle, Justin T. Tarbox, 28, of Birmingham, was taken to the medical center for his injuries. The cause of the crash is still under investigation. All I know is the lawnmower was near the curb, Mm. getting the curb on his property, and the bike came past and... You better watch out, man,
0: that guy on the lawnmower who died. He's lucky a bait didn't come at him for putting uh, grass clippings on
1: on the road. And hopefully that's not what it was, but there's a high possibility that's what it was. But they're still investigating it. Don't you think a
0: bait should uh, spend its time on some real fucking issues? I really lost uh, confidence in a Bait. It's like, dude, you're over there crying and whining about a bunch of grass clipping. Shut up, stupid you know anybody worth their salt knows how to ride through that stuff but you're wasting everybody's time by doing that i'm sorry man me and abate and some other ones we're having a falling out man because they're just childish if you ask me what happened to all the partying the tits and you know actually fighting for issues that meant something that you go out there. You know what? That's the problems when you get these rubbers out there rub, running these organizations, man, and not real bikers. You know, when a started with easy riders back in the late 70s, they fought for some issues. But now grass clippings. Mm-hmm. Shut up. You're boring me at that point.
1: That's all she wrote for the news.
0: It's about time, man. You and your negative Nancy bullshit, man. Even the people in here is like, man, you're a Debbie Downer. Why you got to be a Debbie Downer?
1: I just find what's most popular in the news. Sorry.
0: You know, you're a Karen.
1: Yeah, according to my TikTok.
0: According to the the YouTube thing, man, Uh, that kind of pissed you off.
1: (laughs) I called him a jerk.
0: But now you're starting to see what I see, you know, what other people see. You look like a Karen. So, what? What did I say? Did I say something?
1: Don't judge a book by its cover,
0: fella. Uh, oh, you got a book. Uh, you have a good book. Yeah, our book. Brotherhood Because, in Betrayal, you know. Available on Amazon and everywhere else uh, you can
1: get your books at. And if you haven't got it yet, you got to get it. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to throw a little beef at you about this. What? What do you got to do? Because, Hollywood, you always advertise your book as you wrote it but I, I did write it okay but i also wrote in this book too yeah you did write a chapter i have the last chapter and a poem in this book that i wrote yeah so um so you maybe were, you'd sell more copies if you advertise the china doll wrote in the dude, book i sell too. a shitload of copies of that mm, book i don't care maybe you'd sell more if you tell them that China doll China uh, doll,
0: uh, uh wrote a chapter as well and the street uh, the streets pity no one is the uh, one of them deals uh, where I put on there and I guess that can lead into this subject you are taking the BS way out where you say it's good to be book smart and street smart I I, I gotta call you on it okay I gotta call you on it one thing that, that happened with me, when I was in high school, and I got the proof of this one, don't I? What, your report card? Not not only the report (laughs) card, but my days that I attended.
1: Your attendance rate, which was slim to none? Slim to none. Yeah. I learned more from the
0: guys in the neighborhood, the fellas, let's just put it that way, than I ever did in school. Yeah, I learned more from them that I would use in real life than any teacher in high school gave me.
1: OK, I get that. But, so, I don't... mean, you're talking to somebody that had perfect attendance in high school for four years on the B honor roll. But have I used anything that I learned in high school? Mm, no. No. Well, let's take that for an example there. You had all these high marks. Yeah,
0: except history class. You had all this attendance good. Yeah. But what did that do for you? Because it's only in the last year you've really been growing where you don't take any bullshit. Yeah. What did that book smart do for you to be able to
1: read people? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Being book smart doesn't help you be able to read people because obviously look how long it took me.
0: I mean, I'm 50. Yeah, you're 50 years old. Mm -hmm. And during that time, since you left high school, it really didn't help you. Mm -mm. So those that, uh, so-called academics, they're usually the puds, man. They really are. They only know what somebody, and that's basically what school is, is being told what somebody
1: else wants you to know. Well, I will have to agree with you to a point because book smart people can excel in school, yes, but they don't really know how to handle real world situations well.
0: Let me address this with Rebecca. Rebecca. You want both. I have and lived on the street for five to six years. Not great to be complete, uh, unsheltered or uh, something like that. But what did that living on the streets teach you? It taught you how to read people, it taught you how to survive, it taught you how to uh, the body language of people, it taught you how to hustle. That's not something that you're going to learn from a master's degree teacher because they never lived it. And that's going to also protect you from scams that people throw. The real world, as I call it, is very different than what they teach. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at our daughter, book smart. Yes. Great stuff. Yeah. But she's dumb as a box of rocks when it comes to everything else. And why is that? Because she's trained by them. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and those that are street smart basically are experts, in my opinion, at handling every situation that comes their way. Mm -hmm. Where a book smart person, yeah, they're good. They know a lot about their books and their tests and basically live by what they learned. And the, only the, it, world, the only thing I liked. The only thing I liked in school was history. I hated history, <laughs> and that's the
0: difference. Is that the only you. class
1: you showed up to?
0: That that actually is. If you look at my uh, transcripts, is the only class I liked was history, because it taught you what to avoid in the future, what kind of things that people pull, and you learn from that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But. As far as math, all I needed to do was learn how to count money. That's all I really gave a shit about. Do I need to know freaking, uh, you know, algebra and shit like that? No, I ain't need trigonometry. Bullshit. Yeah. What the fuck do I need that for? <laughs> That's bullshit. That's a waste of time to me. It is. It's a waste of time. And so was a lot of the other classes. I
1: don't even remember what kind of classes there were. I liked the auto shop. Well, people that are book smart, they have their knowledge as a weapon. Knowledge, <laughs> yeah. Knowledge is a good weapon. But are, how are they going to use that as a weapon? I guess it would depend on the situation. I mean, personally, I think it would depend on the situation. I mean, if you think about it. You know, a lot of stuff. If you look back to when you were in high school, how much of what you learned in high school do you actually use now? Seriously.
0: Well, the thing with me is I rather learn... See, with me, I love books. And I look at books in a street sense. Like The Art of War. I love The Art of War. Because it teaches you... All different aspects of how you can handle something or get ahead. It's the hustler's Bible, if you ask me. It's the hustler's Bible because you can see every way somebody's going to come at you. Yeah. So reading books is one thing. Self education, I guess, is the best thing, if you ask me, because I don't want it. Look what they're doing to our kids in school now, they're brainwashing them. That ain't going to teach them how to live on the street. That ain't going to teach them how to hustle. And you got to know how to hustle in this life. Be it starting your own business, staying ahead and paying your own bills. You know, that degrees only to get you so far.
1: Now tell me if you agree with this or not. A major benefit to being book smart is you can usually solve problems quicker by sticking to the facts and approaching an issue from an intellectual point of view.
0: How are you going to use an intellectual point of view when you're facing off against somebody that's as uh, dumb as a box of rocks?
1: But wouldn't somebody with an intellectual view have a good debate? Well, you can debate. Except yes. if it's our daughter.
0: <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, man. She's about to be a, become a double master degree and it's like hmm what the hell's wrong with you kid really she voted for somebody just to get rid of student
1: loans that's not using your brain nope but that was the biggest reason for her voting for biden
0: so that was a wasted vote for no reason pretty much and with you you tried that book smart shit for years yeah and all it did was make you cower to people yeah where you didn't express your viewpoints or none of that stuff. With me, honestly, I don't have a filter and that's because I can read people's body language. I don't believe in letting them talk shit. That's something I'll never believe in is when people are lying to me and we're going to be talking about that on Members Only coming up. When a brother or friend's Continuously lies to you, which is the biggest bullshit out there. Now, what school will teach you is, well, you know, you just got to sit down and talk about it. Well, if this dude owes me money, what the hell is your books going to teach me here? No, I'm going to peg him with a freaking Vic, and he's paying that interest. He knew what
1: he was getting into. Well, I guess, you know, there are a lot of benefits for being street smart because you learn from experience rather than from books. You have years of experience trained to you to be confident in any given situation, no matter how challenging it may seem at first glance. You are the master of practical situations. Well, you got to be practical
0: in life and you also have to be realistic. You know, they sell these dreams to these kids where it's unrealistic that you're going to accomplish that shit. Well, there's been many you might be. And that's where the hustling from the street comes in, because if you got uh, street smarts and you got knowledge on the subject, like a star, uh, stock uh, market broker.
1: Well, there's been lots of times with our daughter where I've had to tell her, you know, think outside the box, meaning inside the box is everything you learned in school. I'm like, you got to start thinking outside the box. Because if you keep sticking in that little box, you're not gonna you're not gonna survive you gotta go outside the box
0: right Mike uh schools ain't gonna teach what a big is <laughs> no they're not gonna teach what big is. I don't I learned what that was from you they're not gonna teach what points are either uh but uh, and that's sad too <laughs> because a lot of these idiots you know they're the ones that are
1: preyed upon uh, but go ahead. So being street smart, street smart means you believe in the best way to learn something is by doing it. Mm. Having a good grasp of social cues, you think fast on your feet, and you make improv. improv- uh, blah, blah. <laughs> hey, a Hollywoodism from China, though. <laughs> you feel like you make you basically can do on the spot decisions that make you smarter.
0: Hmm. Uh. I think that fits me. I am on the spot right away. But I think the reason for that is uh, body language. Yeah. The body language is the most telling sign that you can have. That's what cops use against people, and they don't even know that. They'll read your body language. Like, Here's the thing. If you want to know during an interrogation, you always want to sit forward. You do don't want to, you know, move around or flinch or any of that stuff during a question. You always sit towards them. You never sit back in your chair. And what that's telling them is basically you're not lying, that you're innocent when you lean forward, that you're not scared of their question. You have nothing to hide when you sit back in your chair. Is when you got something to hide. All you have to do is watch an interrogation. And you'll see that. But that's what they use against you. And that's something you're not going to learn in a book. No. You're going to learn that on the streets. Of uh, what to do during a police interrogation. For one. Don't fucking talk. You know. That's one thing uh, about people that are book smart. They think they're. You know. They get into some stupid shit. Next thing you know. They go under interrogation. And the cops just run all over them. Nothing pisses the cop off more than you being smarter than them. But you need to shut up, first of all. And if they're talking to you, lean forward. That's what you do.
1: What? Are you confused? No. (laughs) You're confused. No, I'm not. I'm a fidgeter,
0: so, you know. And you are, and then that's where they're going to wrap you
1: in the, you know, they're going to take you down because you are a fidgeter. I've always been a fidgeter. It's the anxiety makes me anxious and in lots of situations. I can't talk today. You can't. You're a Hollywood today. But I know for a fact that I can lean forward on a table and be like, what? But it's how you lean forward on the table that,
0: means something that's just a lie detector test people think that you can't pass one yeah you'd pass one and even though if you're lying all you have to do is keep your heart rate under control that's how it works most people can't uh keep their heart rate and you have to keep your feet flat by the way and you got to control your breathing and you got to put all the anxiety out of your mind. That's the way they get you on a lie detector test. No. Yeah. For real. Yeah. They measure your heartbeat during the so reaction. So you can't period. have your
1: legs crossed or nothing. You got to have your feet planted on the floor, your feet planted and you got to control your breathing and you got to keep your heart rate down. Well, you can do that by controlling your breathing.
0: Leo hopes you can't control your emotions and anxiety. Yeah. You're damn right on that one. Mm -mm. Damn right. Where you have a hard time with it. And if you ever see people when they talk to China, you can tell when she's nervous. Mm -hmm. And are you going to give out all my clues? (laughs) Yeah. People can tell when you're nervous and, and, That's when the wolves on the street eat your ass up. They do. They'll eat your ass up. So how can you
1: tell when I'm nervous? Oh, come on. I just see you're fidgeting and you laugh like Camilla Harris. I do laugh a lot, but I laugh a lot on a norm.
0: Yeah, but uh, that's her tell.
1: How is that my tell?
0: No, that's her tell. Oh, hers. Who
1: cares about her?
0: No, it's a very important freaking example.
1: When she's lying, she laughs. Yeah.
0: Well, then, she, or she can't answer. She probably laughs more
1: than I do. And a lot of
0: people do do that. Or they start with the um, 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 uh. No, the um. You um, know, that's one of the things that really bugged the shit out of me with radio guys. Is when they go um um. That's so stupid.
1: Um. You used to always nail me with saying "and" a lot. And and, and and um, that's uh, just because you can't <laughs>
0: articulate a point. That's where it becomes a bad thing. That's something that they don't teach you in school. I believe in actually using stuff that's going to help you in real life because life is a
1: bitch. Well, what about those that grew up sheltered? I mean, I technically grew up in a sheltered life.
0: Well, you were I didn't
1: a, know anything like as far as becoming street smart until after I got out of that house. But I still wasn't street smart for a long time because you were sheltered.
0: Mm-hmm. You always had somebody there helping you. Mm-hmm. I and still do. That's where it hurt you. I still do. Hollywood. Well, that's because we're married. <laughs> when we're it
1: went in doubt, call
0: Hollywood out. I'm the same. I laugh, so I can't lie. <laughs> Mike, don't talk about Black Dragon. <laughs> um, He's got to work on that. He's been doing this so long. It's like. And he still does it. What's with the um, Black Dragon? What's with the and Black Dragon? I bump on him all the time. It's fun. It is fun. <laughs> it is fun. Uh, Dwayne, I am the same. I can't I laugh. So I can't lie. There you go. But what is there the reason to lie? That just makes everything worse
1: is when you lie. Definitely. Because then you got to remember what you lied about and then you got to back up that lie. And then it just makes it even longer and harder to keep up with.
0: And yeah, I guess you have to have a mix of both. I mean but when it comes to book smart, like I said, I don't like others' opinions trying to tell me what I should know. I want I want to go that's like when you do book reports. I hated book reports, they were stupid, but I got A's on them all. And the teacher (laughs) tries to critique it. Yeah. Well, this is what I got out of it. I don't care
1: what you think I should think. I always hate when teachers critique your book reports because of the fact that you're voicing your opinion in that book report. And then they're telling you basically your opinion is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, this is what I got out of the book.
0: Listening to our music in the shower could be dangerous. Have you ever tried to twerk in the shower? You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. DB Rockford. Why do I see you twerking in the shower?
1: Did you twerk when you were at Tomahawk? I did in the shower to stay warm. Because when you stepped out of that hot shower, man, I think my little titties got even smaller. I think they inverted.
0: They inverted, huh? (laughs) I tell you what, man, my schlong like went
1: right (laughs) up in there again. Turtled up.
0: Yeah, it was so damn cold.
1: And getting out of that shower. None of us wanted to get out of the showers. They were hot. And what do you think
0: about what Steve says here? Opinions are not facts and people get them confused. I totally believe that because look look at this bullshit when you watch any of these news programs, whether it be CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. People actually take opinions as facts, and that's not the case. I think most of these news channels are nothing but opinions, and they cater to one side or the other. How is that education? I do know this is a fact. I'm paying more taxes right now. And I don't give a shit where it's supposedly going according to you. What I do know is you're giving all kinds of money overseas. I'm paying for it. And you're trying to bill me with a bill of goods, if you will. But you also have those people that are in academia that don't understand something as simple as that. Do you like, because in the last year you have grown, do you like yourself now or before?
1: Now. Why? Uh, Because I feel like uh, I've I feel like I've succeeded more, and I've grown more as a person, and I'm not in this little shell anymore. Is that from a book smart angle or a street smart angle? Street, street smart angle. It's definitely not a book smart. I basically, I'm I'm not an avid reader, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not an avid reader unless somebody put it in front of you. Yeah. So you had to have somebody put that in front of you in a, in order to learn it. Yeah. You didn't learn it on your own. See, I believe in learning shit on your own. I really do. I learn shit when I want to. Now you do. Mm-hmm. But when you were younger, you didn't. You read what they wanted. I, I was
1: told this is what you need to do, and that's what I did. And
0: that's the problem we're having in schools today is they're putting all this freaking propaganda in these kids' heads. And they don't know how to discern what's right and wrong. That's where I don't like this book smart ideal. Because you're just plain stupid. Anyway, we're going to go to the members only in about eight minutes. We're going to be talking about when a brother lies to you all the time. Not good stuff. If you're not a member, you can join over on Spotify or on YouTube, baby. We'll see you tomorrow if you're not a member. You got to get a hold of them, you know, the Madhouse crew, and also buy the book, like drag, Black Dragon says, buy the book, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Available on Amazon and all other major online bookstores. Rock on. I say goodbye. Vamus. Adios. Ciao. So long. get your hat, Jack. Yeah. Number one Internet Biker Radio Show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these.